You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show podcast, Sin's place for all things sex, health, relationships, and identity. So, so, so scandalous. Welcome to the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. Tonight, you have Erin, Shira, and Sarah with you. Hey, guys. Hey! <laughs> oh, hi! You're leaking with enthusiasm. I love it. Oh, too much. <laughs> too much enthusiasm. We have a lot coming up on the show tonight, guys. If you're listening, thank you for joining us. Uh, tonight, we're talking about sex in relationships. We're talking about sex outside of relationships uh, when you're single. We're talking about all things sex and how often you should be having sex. Um, we're also talking about not having sex. We're looking at all the sides of we have to cater not to everyone. having sex. Exactly. Exactly. We're catering for everyone tonight. But yeah, that's kind of the focus of tonight. Um, talking about whether you should be having sex and how much is appropriate to be happy and oh. um, catering to your personal needs. I, I, I love sex. I love sex. Do you love sex? Uh, I don't know anybody who doesn't love sex. Oh. I'm sure there are people who don't <laughs> love yeah, sex. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's people who don't love sex. Hello, but... aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, let's get straight into a song, shall we? Um, yes, music. Lots of music. Let's. let's. <laughs> I like this. What? I do like this. What, what, what? First up, we've got Wannabe. Yes, I put that yes. on there. Spice, <laughs> Spice, 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 Spice Girls for Life. Spice Girls for Life. It's a classic. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's classical music. That's what our kids will refer to it as, you know. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, it's going to be like, you know, when I used to be young, I used to have this jam, and then the yeah. kids will look at you like, oh, you're so Oh, you're oldie music. Yeah. <laughs> My this jam. Wannabe by the Spice Girls. You are listening <laughs> to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. Oh, that is my jam. We're just like dancing in the studio. Good you, finish. You were listening to Sin Nation with Sarah, Shira and Erin. Uh, we forgot to introduce ourselves, so uh, I guess I'll start. So I am Sarah. Hey, I am 25 years old. I identify as a female bisexual and I am in a long-term relationship. Hey. Oh, oh, hey. <laughs> I'm um, Shira and I'm 24 years old, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I identify as being sexually confused at the moment, but mostly straight. I love it. Um, yeah, and uh, as a fuckboy also. <laughs> but it's totally a sexuality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Um, my name is Erin. I am 19. I'm the baby tonight. Um, I identify at the minute as a heterosexual cis female, but also kind of questioning in a sense. Yeah, yeah. it's like totally in nowadays to question yourself. <laughs> but my, my perspective is like, why label if you don't feel the need that's, to? That's exactly what's going on right here. Yeah. Why label it? Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm labeled. I'm a unicorn, people. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, and I'm also single as a Pringle. Single oh. as a Pringle. Oh, my God, I love Pringles. Yeah, like, me too. <laughs> that saying should be, like, plastered and, like, given to you, like, yeah. as a trophy. Can you please put it on a plaque and, I don't know, I'll just carry it everywhere. It'd be really heavy, but yeah. it'd be a nice accessory, surely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that definitely works. So, we're going to start off with how much sex do you need in a long-term relationship? Very broad topic. Yes. Very, very broad topic. So, we've been discussing this and we've kind of been talking about, like, what is the normal amount of sex per day slash week mm. slash month, in your opinion? Oh, look, we can even say years, you know? Um, what what do you guys think is the normal amount in a long-term I suppose, re serious, monogamous relationship. Yeah, sure. Well, I think the answer with a lot of the the questions that we're going to bring up tonight do come down to personal preference and opinion. Mm. Um, there isn't necessarily 
a set number given your age or your sexuality. Uh, obviously, there's trends and things um, that have been proven with research, but in my personal opinion, a lot of these things do come down to just what your preference is personally. What do you think, Cher? I think there's no blueprint, like, especially like, you're talking to us, single ladies. So yes, we might have a different opinion in the sense of like, we do not get in that often sometimes. So we might have like that idea that it should be more often when you're in a relationship. Mm. So we have to keep that in mind. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What about, um, I guess then if we're speaking about that no sense of blueprint and personal preference, what amount of sex personally do you guys need to feel happy? I think I think I've got some like deep seated issues. <laughs> just being honest, just being honest, and you know what? Probably every day would make me happy. Sure, yeah. And that's probably quite unrealistic. I have quite a demanding life, um, and so does my partner. We we both have quite full on lives, and um, yeah. But I I would like to have sex every I would day. Say it makes me happy. Sex in the morning every day would be ideal. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. Like okay, you still putting happy in a for good the day. Mood. I know. Yeah. Like, you know, in the evening, you're a little bit tired. Yeah. So, like, it's in the morning. You have more of, like, a good day. You're relaxed. Yeah. You're, you're, you're less bitchy to the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. like that. I, I'm the same. <laughs> I mean, I think we, we've come to an agreement here. We kind of feel like in an ideal world, it would be great to have it as regular as possible, I think. Um, but, yeah, like, that isn't always practical, given life gets in the way, different other circumstances. Maybe your partner isn't in the same situation as you um i just know like i'm gonna speak from personal experience here that i had an ex-partner who wasn't as willing to have sex as often as as myself and it definitely it got in the way of our relationship and our like essentially our personal happiness as well because um i felt in a sense that um he saw me as quite demanding and that Mm. i was wanting sex a lot more and my sexual needs just weren't quite matched with his yeah yeah it was um Difficult situation. I guess also, like, one person settles when it comes to sex to some extent if you haven't had the talk. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's very true. That's very, very true. Because you need to have the talk to know what are your expectations. Yeah. Like, what's good sex for you? How often sex for you is considered as Mm. normal? Because maybe for me, sex three times a week is okay. Mm. And maybe for my partner, five times a week would be the minimum. How often do we see each other? Yeah. for that to happen. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I yeah. think it's important as well, um, maybe to consider as well, just not to compare yourself to other people that you know or any other relationships that you might see, be them mm. personal friends or if you see it in the media, in TV and things. Don't compare how often you're having sex to what you see in society as well. Yeah, like um, even one of my friends has just gotten into a relationship and, you know, they're still in that honeymoon phase. And I know, yeah. like, because we talk about sex, I know that he is getting it several times a day. <laughs> yeah, cool. Because he just, that's the that's the friendship we have. But, yeah. um, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, there's some small part of me, I'm just kind of like, wow, like that difference between uh, an early, you know, um, blossoming relationship in comparison to, you know, a long-term um, monogamous, you know, serious relationship. There's, yeah, there's that real difference there. But mm. for so. me, I just think that you shouldn't settle when you're going into your early 20s or like just like in your 
late teens if I can say it like that yeah. because like sex is supposed to be the greatest time of your life right now and if you're not having enough sex right now how's it gonna be when you're 20 what 8 uh, when you're 40 like <laughs> it's interesting that you say that though because we do actually have some stuff coming up later on about um, the differences between age gaps and sex as well which that'll be fun I think that'll be fun to talk yeah. about as well yeah but I guess then we could also talk about if things start to slow down in a relationship what are some ways that you can pick it back up again and <laughs> what are some things to spice it up what do you reckon oh it just reminded me of this joke i have with my friends where um i was telling my friend that if you date um african woman who wears wigs when your partner tells you oh i want to see start seeing other women you're like baby don't you worry i'm gonna wear different wigs <laughs> different women oh every I single love day it. Wow. i love it i have enough personalities for different women <laughs> You know, so yeah, <laughs> this <What>? is. <laughs> what? So if you want to see a brunette, I'll be brunette on Monday. You want to be a, you want to see a blonde on Friday, I'll be blonde, baby. She you don't need fantastic. to go anywhere. I'll say like I straightened my hair today. And I, feel like I, I feel like a different woman. Like yeah. I'm just like flicking my hair around. I'm just like yes, I'm but just it is fabulous. Actually, I've probably experienced it myself because like I do wear wigs, weaves, and different things. Mm. And when I date. Um, uh, Caucasian males every time they're like oh your hair looks so different you look so different I'm like black girl magic babe like, <laughs> and sometimes like in the beginning they'll be like kind of quite shy because I'm like don't touch my hair they're like everyone who knows me is like don't touch my hair like <laughs> the only time I'll allow you to pull my hair during sex is if it's my natural hair yeah don't touch the wig <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so like even when it comes to sex towards a certain period when we get comfortable and we have that talk I was telling you about yeah the person feels okay to ask me like you know I'm really into like I don't know red hair or really into something like that and I'll be like yeah you want that okay I'll order a wig which is like red hair and we'll have our fun mm. time our kinking time together yeah. while I have that and it's not a compromise in that sense where it's because the person asks it's more like I'm happy to do it yeah, because yeah. you talked to me and you, I did not find you watching just that on the internet yeah yeah, that being said, yeah, totally. It's you owning your image and it's something that you're happy to change and it's not a sacrifice that you're making for your partner for their benefit. It's something that you are um, yeah. getting something out of as well. Yeah, so like, I think it's very important. Sarah, what do you think? How would you keep it alive? Um, I would say lingerie is definitely a thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely having a look online, like you can get some really cheap stuff. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think lingerie is a big thing. Um, I think, yeah, spicing things up, trying some new different things, um, kind of maybe getting some ideas online, just, you know, head on head on to Google and just um, see, see what kind of options are available. To be honest, I'm not really sure. What if, <laughs> what if your monogamous partner asks you for a third person? Mm, good call. What, uh, female or male? Depending on what you're feeling at that particular time, like if he gives you the opportunity for you to find the person. I hope he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Look, you know, I'll be completely honest. I've thought about it in the past, but yeah, I'm not really sure if I'd be willing to do that just because I'd be worried about what that would lead to afterwards, mm. what would be the consequences of us um, welcoming someone else into the bedroom. Um, do you know what? And at the same time, I do kind of, this is just my personal opinion, I do kind of think that 
generally, I I am personally content with just the two of us. I, yeah, I, you know, maybe I would reconsider, but, um, yeah, I'm, so it, I'm pretty it, happy it, with it just the two of us. It comes back to what I was telling you about the, the talk, like, because you mm. clearly stated that you weren't that excited about the idea of a third person coming into this monogamous relationship. And for other people, they will compromise on that and would have their ego kind of hurt when things don't go the way they want. Yeah. Even though the initial intention was like to spice it up, like I feel like spicing it up doesn't mean that you have to like go against what you believe in. Yeah, and that's that's what you're saying. You're saying you're happy to wear, you know, for example, a red wig or whatever. Yeah, no, I think if you're happy to do it, do it. If you're not happy to do it, no way. Yeah. Do not Yeah. I think in the same like in the same sentence as that you can't quantify how much sex you should be having, you can't quantify good sex as well. And I think that just comes down to the relationship that you have with the person that you're having sex with. And in this sense, if you're in a long-term relationship, it's about communication in that relationship and it's about making sure both of you know what you like, what you don't like, where your limits are, and if there's anything that you want to try, like speak up just yeah, don't be afraid to say you, yeah. you might be surprised because sometimes long-term partners can surprise you and you can find things about yourself that you actually never knew yeah totally yeah, that could happen and that's the great thing about like trying different things yeah absolutely yeah i think trying different things trying different things is a big thing but only if you are willing to do it Cool. Don't, yeah. That's a nice place to wrap up okay, that little conversation, right. yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, let's go to another song. Uh, this yes. one's called Lala. Is that correct? Lala, yes, by Ashley Simpson. It's about sex. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. You, you've done well tonight. Uh, it's, it's, it's my niche. If I can make playlists as a job, if someone wants to pay me to <laughs> make playlists, maybe I should be a DJ. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe. Yeah, I got skills. All right. <laughs> You're listening to Sin Nation. You are listening to The Naughty Road Show here on Sin Nation. Uh, just then you had Salt and Pepper with Let's Talk About Sex. And before that, we had Lala by Ashley Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Giggles all around. <laughs> loving it, loving it. So you are here with Sarah, Shira and Erin. Hey, so we've been talking about sex. And yeah. that's why we play that song, basically. So I have to ask you guys, how much sex should you be having if you're single? How frequently do you have sex? As you said, you're the single expert. Oh, yeah, totally. No, Single actually. as a Pringle right <laughs> here. <laughs> I, am, I am actually single as a Pringle because I have just come out of a relationship very fresh and um, I am embracing my being aloneness. Good, good. <laughs> oh, you got this. Myself. Yeah, the, the, the Whitney part's gone and now we're into the... I'm trying to think of like a... a Glorious, like oh, girl you know what? song, I'm girl power song. But I can't anything think about the Spice right Girls, oh, yeah, no, girl power. Beyonce, yeah. Beyonce. Yeah. To the left, to the left. Everything you yeah. owe me, the box. To the left. That's a good one. That's yes. where I'm at. That's a good indication <laughs> of where I'm at. Yeah, <laughs> but um. It's difficult because, like, personally, I've never really been a person in my single days to have slept with multiple partners or slept around reasonably. Um, I tend to more keep that to relationships, but that's just based on. I mean, I'm like, I'm young. I haven't exactly dabbled in the field as much as I... Get there. Yeah, as, as I, I think, have the I potential think to. I think it's healthy, yeah. but that's just that's just one opinion. Mm. But I think it's healthy to have a few partners without 
um, that commitment, just to kind of see how you um, navigate through that sort of situation. Mm. Um, and yeah, if, um, plus you can it's good for your sexual CV. The sexual CV. Yeah. Sexual CV yeah, is a you, thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you have new skills. When you write skills. Yes, new skills. New skills. That is true. Learn Experience. skills. Experience. Yeah. You know, you have to know when you talk about sex, like if you're only with one partner your entire life, mm. you can't really know exactly what you like yeah, more than that. Mm. But when you yeah. have multiple partners at some point in your life, you tend to compare and you're like, yeah, I could mash you up and then you'll make the perfect guy or the perfect girl. <laughs> you know, sometimes I do have that. Mm. And mainly because I kind of have a fuckboy attitude. Do you think there's, Shira, do you think there's a pressure for people who are single now to be out there and to be having a lot of sex? Yes, I definitely think that. When you're single and you have all your friends who are in relationships and give you the pity party all the time or like you have Instagram telling you relationship goals I don't know what Mm. goals and there's like this whole industry reminding you that you're alone Mm. like it isn't okay to be single yes like Mm. it's like oh like you should be single and so proud to be alone but at the same time oh it's so sad that you're alone yeah kind of thing so like when you go like for example on Instagram when I go on my Instagram I have like pages of likes of like oh single things and then I have, like, these pages, like, that keep reminding people that, oh, you know, you need to build your relationship. You need to, like, be a strong woman who is behind her man and things like that. Or a strong man who is behind his man kind of thing. Mm. And I think it's not okay to make people feel bad about whatever, wherever they are if you're in it's, a relationship it's your life. or single. It's not yeah. theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you should be happy. If you're single, for me, like I told you, I have a theory. If the person doesn't add value to your singleness, doesn't add value to anything in your life, they're not needed. Mm. Mm. Enjoy. That's, yeah, that's what I, it should be. Yeah. That's that's amazing. I I, I want to call you wise, Shira, but Shira doesn't <laughs> like it. Shira won't allow it. But yeah, you but, you are so wise. It is ridiculous. Mm. But what do you think? Like, how often, and with whom? What What do you mean? How, how often, often should you have sex, and with whom should you have sex? Well. I guess the question we could ask then is like, do if you're single, do you have a regular partner you hook up with, or is it better to navigate through multiple partners? I guess my idea would be like, just after a breakup, have multiple, mm. then navigate your way through one specific partner. Yeah, because things oh, like like we talked about, you know, previously, it gets complicated. Mm. It gets complicated with that one partner. It always will. Someone will catch feelings. Plus, in the beginning, when you're just recently single, you're not emotionally stable enough to be on your own with someone. Yeah. You have to, like, navigate your way through, like, knowing what you've missed out on, if you've missed out on things. And also, you have to find what you like now. Because, like, if you were in a five-year relationship, things have changed. Yeah. And things People got new moves. Yeah. And people are always going to have new moves. So you have to be outside there and try mm. new things. And half of them are going to be horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. The truth is half of them are going to be horrible if you're an emotional person. And you, ne- and you need to learn what bad sex is as well. <laughs> to appreciate yes. good sex. Yes. Yeah? Yep. So it makes the good sex even better. Because yeah. bad sex, 
having to tell somebody to stop because that's how bad it is. Oh, you have to tell someone to stop? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, would, yeah. I would fake so, my death even to just get out of something. Yeah. <laughs> you have that much respect for people's share. You, you wouldn't ever hurt someone's feelings. Out, yeah. No. Um, the, the thing is, like, I have two things. Either I'd be too blunt or, like, I'd be like, you have a nice personality. Like, mm. I don't want to hurt you. But definitely for me, bad sex is on three other levels. The emotional connection. Yeah. The physical connection. Yeah. And body odor. <laughs> body body odor. odor is a separate yeah. category. Like, separate category. Girl, have you noticed... Personal like, hygiene is very important. Like, yes. even like... Like, I don't know, me, when I was in a relationship, I was obsessed with how my ex smelled. Like... Okay. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, I'm so like, obsessed with how my boyfriend smells. That's why girls still no, please. <laughs> that's why it happens. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, just his smell. Aroma. I'm just because like... Because sex... Like, sex, apart from the foreplay, like, the activity that inside out or outside outside sex what <laughs> okay yes. okay yep, I'm, I'm following, following. Yeah. I'm following um, only lasts like five to seven minutes on average like in average okay and the rest of the time while you're on his chest or next to him you have to live with that order yeah. like, if the person doesn't smell that great mm. you just get up and leave I think there's like a whole other thing behind that um uh, look, I, I can't talk about it in too much detail because I don't know much about it, but there mm. is this, like, caveman thing about someone's smell. You yeah. are attracted to their the smell. Pheromones? It's pheromones. Yeah, pheromones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm so, so intelligent. So for me, <laughs> like, those three things, yeah, I, that's when I decide if you have a possibility of eventually being a partner Mm. Or not. Yeah. I think it's really easy to walk into situations of uh, one-night stand situations or just casual sex situations and have your hopes a lot higher than than you would expect. Like, I know I've been in situations where I've had sex with people in, like, one-off occasions and gone, oh, okay, that w- that wasn't great. That's all right. But just then, dust it off and like, move I th- on. I think, like, that's the part where I have a problem with people. I feel like you should give people second chances sometimes. Yeah. Because someone being nervous will definitely affect their sex. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've experienced that. The first time was terrible and he was all nervous and all of that. Um, and the second time... Oh my lord! Exactly. <laughs> I feel like wow. yeah, it's true. It's true. Unless wow. You're like, <laughs> unless you're like under the influence of alcohol or some something, mm. like sometimes you tend to like have this idea of like yourself as being more fierce or like a little bit mm. more outside there. So you're like you you really don't care about what you do in bed. Yeah. And guys, when they're like sober or anything they're really nervous mm-hmm. yeah or like other people yeah. guys girls everyone is very nervous in their day-to-day basis so like it's after a couple of times that you really know how yep. the sex More comfortable yeah how mm. the sex is with that person and especially morning sex determines a lot yeah mm. so would you even say like even if you're single it's important to have a trusting relationship with the person you're having sex with and you might even have to have sex a few times with someone but there's still no like set in stone concrete relationship there but you're mm. still single yeah i think just like confidence is key yeah, yeah. Confidence. you you 
In order to be single and happy, you have to be confident. You have to be confident to go to the movies by yourself. You have to be confident mm. to go and eat in a restaurant by yourself. You have to be confident with your naked body with somebody else. That's just... Good point. And, and if you don't have that, then... Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I think, like, I think what you're saying too, like about confidence, it comes up also to masturbation. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of people are afraid of themselves. Yeah. So they don't actually know mm. anything about totally. what kind of pleasure they like. Yeah. So you have to discover what you like yourself mm. in order to let someone discover that in you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a good point as well when it comes to managing those cravings because, you know, we've all been there when you don't have a go-to but you, you really need, you just really need sex or you just need some level of intimacy. Masturbation can be the best thing in those moments, especially because it's... I hate to sound corny, right? But you are essentially like your best friend and your life partner because you are stuck with yourself forever. So you may as well enjoy like masturbating and figuring out what you like in your own personal space. That that is a big thing. Masturbation is, you know, A, to pleasure yourself and B, to figure out what you like, you know, and what what gets you off, you know? But you see also the problem with masturbation is that very often people don't realise that they do not get off on masturbation they get off on the emotional state that's that's an interesting point i feel like that happens on like two levels i think what the way i see what you're saying is like there's two levels of satisfaction that you can gain there's the emotional satisfaction that you get from a partner and then there's just that physical which is yeah. Yeah. And essentially an orgasm or um that sensation yeah because like i think like when you go into like how satisfied you are with sex it all come back to like are you emotionally oh emotionally in- satisfied or physically satisfied, satisfied. Yeah. Ooh, yeah no like that that's a big thing it can be like that really quick um you know just kind of you know a quickie or it can be like oh my god that was so intense mm-hmm. and you know yeah that emotional connection and that physical connection in terms of yeah sleeping with someone um, you know, whether it be your partner or not, um, yeah, it can be like just that quickie and you are just like, I'm not satisfied. And sometimes you get like the best sex from totally random people. Yeah. Like, because yeah. you are not expecting, you're not expecting to see them again. Mm. You're not, you don't care about what they think about your body. Mm. Yeah. You don't care about seeing them coming across them in the street or a group yeah. of friends or anything. Yeah. So you tend to be a little bit more of yourself mm. and you, your crazy kind of comes out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I know so, what you like, mean. Like, when you, you don't meet someone you like and you go like, hey, I'm into BDSM, the yeah. first five <laughs> yeah, minutes, yeah. like... Unless you, you're in a BDSM club, <laughs> then it's yeah. like, it's already out yeah, there, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, But, like, you, you don't... Because, like, very very often in time, like, when you really like someone, you're afraid of saying something that's going to drive them away. Mm. But when you, you're not afraid of anything, you have no expectations, you just go with the flow. And yep. it actually happens to be, like, great... Yeah, it can be. It can be. Absolutely. Or bad. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, we, we were going to talk as well a little bit about friends with benefits situations. Would you like to get into that now? So does long-term friends with benefits equal to a long-term relationship in terms of sex? So what, what exactly do you mean by that, Cheryl? 
if you have the same friend of benefits, you remember last yeah. last time we were talking about my friend who has been in a yes. friends of benefits yeah. situation yeah. for two while. years. Yes, yeah. and the person gets jealous. If she wants to see other people. Nah, nah, not on. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> the person... Um, because you, you told me he's not interested in a relationship. Yeah, but he he's wants her to, to be jealous. faithful. What? Uh, he wants her to be faithful. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Is he allowed to sleep with other people? What do you think? Oh, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah. there, there's the answer. Yeah, Sorry. but like, you know, what I mean in this particular case, the question is like... Do you have, do you feel like your sex life, even though you're friends with benefits, kind of like has like the same problems as like just being in a long term relationship but to some extent? I think it can. I think it absolutely can. But I think it would definitely be like a case to case sort of situation. Um, yeah. That's that's what I think. What do you think, Karen? I, I also think it's a case-to-case thing. And again, going back to the conversation we've been having about being single and comfortable in your sexuality, I think it comes down to are both people comfortable in that situation? Because if they are both... See, I just, I just keep getting that, that idea that we just spoke about how, like, there's double standards there. If one person's allowed to go sleep with other people and another person isn't, then that is, No, like, but you see, the thing is, like, the person doesn't say it's like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't sleep with other people. The person says, oh, yeah, you can sleep with other people, but I'm not happy about it. But there's it. an... Th- I feel like that infers, like, and an, an expectation. emotional manipulation. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. manipulation to its Yeah, state. so, like, to some extent, even though you're emotion Because you're emotionally manipulated, you feel guilty if you do that. Mm. Mm. But for me, let me tell you, if you haven't put a ring on my finger, do not ask me anything. <laughs> we ain't married. We don't have kids together. Do not ask me anything. If I choose to be faithful to you, it's my choice. And I'm not just faithful because you're great. I'm faithful because I respect myself enough to be faithful. Yeah. And I have my standards that I want to live up to. Mm. So, yeah. like, you do not make me faithful. Hmm. Like, Interesting. Go, girl. Interesting. Got me thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Let's think over a song. Okay. Does that sound like a good yes. idea? Yes. Yes, it does. All right, coming up, we've got the Rolling Stones with I Can't Get No Satisfaction. You are listening to Sin Nation with Erin, Sarah, and Shira. What up? That was Meet the Fetus by Brody Dahl. Legend. And uh, Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. So we are looking at Tumblr at the moment. If you want to message in, you can... Um, on Tumblr. The uh, Naughty Rude Show. Yep, yep, you Tumblr.com <laughs> forward slash ask. It's a long URL. Um, you head to our Facebook page and the link is right there in a recent post and our Twitter as well, at Naughty Rude. So, um, yeah, you're welcome to send us a message at any time about absolutely anything and we will give it a crack at answering it. Let's go. We'll try our best. So... We have someone who has written in, so there are, I suppose, I'm not really sure if this is a question or, anyway, so if I pee, should I wait a bit before sex because I'm scared that if I come inside my girlfriend, there, there'll there be pee in it and she might get infected or something? Um... I'm not. I'm not really sure. I had a. I had a look at this earlier, and I mm. had to do a bit of a Google because um, I will remind everyone at home that we are not actually medical experts in any way. We are just a bunch of just a bunch of kids talking sex. Um, <laughs> so, if you are genuinely concerned about any health issues, like please don't go see a GP or a health expert. Yeah. But yeah, from what I read, uh, there is there's no potential risk as long as your your urine is sterile and clean. 
peeing outside of the body. I know that's a thing for some people, like golden showers, um, yeah. urine play kind of thing. But, but um, like, also, I think like um, it all depends on if you've been tested before. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. so, you need to get tested. Yeah. Mm. Well, I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna be. Yeah. If it's inside. If, if it's inside the vagina, then there is the risk of infection, especially if you are carrying an STD or any other kind of infection, maybe a urinary infection or a bladder infection. There is the risk that you could pass that on. I think it's it's quite minute, but again, you know, you don't want to you don't want to play around with these things when it comes yeah. to infections. But don't forget, people have sex in bars and they still go to pee and come back and have sex. True. So True. if you're having fun and you know you're clean. Have fun. Yeah, totally. Have fun. So we have we've got another question. Uh, what's the average length? Uh, what's the average length sex should last? My girlfriend and I have. Sorry, my girlfriend and I will go for ages, and no one gets off, and it's getting exhausting. I've never finished with her, but she wants to make me come, and I feel bad for not being able to. Male. So I'm. Um, yeah, a heterosexual mm. relationship going here. Um, interesting situation. Um, I guess the first thing that I will address is that there should, should, should is a bit of a loaded word. You should aim to remove that pressure of someone has to mm. orgasm. I think yep. that's really important in yep. relationships both ways. Yep. Uh, the goal shouldn't really be, you know, the the destination it should be about the journey oh absolutely <laughs> yeah I think no, that's really important absolutely but absolutely you still you still want that payoff I understand that I've been mm. in situations where it just seems like it's sometimes it's not it doesn't happen. happen sometimes it doesn't happen and look I you know it's it is unfortunate that you guys haven't been able to reach it I think um a big thing is talking about what you like um, foreplay is very important like very very yeah, important definitely. you need to you know um uh, baste the turkey before you put it in the oven. Good call. Good call. <laughs> now you just destroyed every turkey for me. <laughs> <laughs> Love turkey. Anyway, we're, we're getting off topic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, what do you think, Shira? Um, I'm going to be cheesy as right now. Go for it. Um, obviously, your girlfriend has the best intentions if she wants to make you calm. And yeah. she's, she's probably having a little bit of self-esteem issues knowing that she can't really make you come. Mm. But the thing is, like, you need to remind that yourself that sex is a shared experience. Yeah. So if it needs for you to like make a little bit more of a romantic gesture to her, to make her feel comfortable, to make her feel comfortable so that she doesn't feel too bad about what's happening mm. to you at the yep. moment, it would be great. Because if she feels appreciated, she'll definitely return the favor and do not... Oh, she would do things you want her to do. Mm-hmm. And it would be at your advantage. And you never know. It might come back that you're enjoying whatever comes out of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I think a big part, like, there's, you know, all sorts of things at play here. One thing is confidence. You two need to be comfortable and confident with each other and discussing, you know, another part of it is discussing um, what you are and not comfortable doing and foreplay and yeah I think you know as people say um communication is key in a relationship and sex is a big part of that as well so uh, one more thing I might add there as well um the Oscar's male correct yeah, uh, yeah that's I think correct. in that 
situation, if you are concerned about something, maybe perhaps like erectile dysfunction, um, then do head to your GP and you can have a chat with someone about that, a health professional, because it is it is a thing and it, I'm not saying it will apply to you, obviously. That's not something that I can infer. But um, if you are concerned about it, then, yeah, head on to your GP. Yeah, another question was, I want to have sex a lot more often than my partner does. I feel needy asking it all the time when she doesn't want to do it or he doesn't want to do it what's the goal that's very topical yes <laughs> thank you thank you uh anonymous <laughs> same as usual so um yeah i guess well what do we keep saying communication is mm. really important yeah yeah i think bulking to your partner about what they want out of the relationship in terms of sex obviously that's the topic of conversation here but also what you want and what you need is yeah, and so find important. a middle ground yeah find a middle ground you know maybe compromise as long as you're happy to yep. compromise um you know you want it a little bit more they want it you know not as often as you do try and meet in the middle but also you have to keep reminding ourselves that our experience is not the other person's experience so the one of the main reason why someone might not want to have sex as often is because maybe the person had something in the past that obviously made them feel bad about either the sexual act or something. There's always a reason why someone has something going on with themselves. Mm. And your experience is for you having sex every single day of the week was the norm doesn't mean that it's the norm for someone else. And it comes back to what you guys say, communication. Mm. You have to... Sorry, <laughs> you have you have to be okay to hear that she might not give you what you want. Mm. So okay. I kind of disagree in the point um, that you made about. Sorry, oh, now I've forgotten. No, nah, no, nah, I've lost it. I've lost it. <laughs> it's I've gone. lost it. It's gone. I, I think going off of communication as well, it's about empathy and like understanding the perspective from both sides because that's what a relationship is. Yeah. And if you can't sympathise with each other and you can't make sacrifices or compromises that you're comfortable with, then is it, I think it's worth asking if it's worth continuing. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we might, we, we might communicate and you might not want to hear half of the things a person says. Mm. Like yeah, no, you, that's true. Yeah, you might not be okay with what the person says, but at the end of the day, you know where the person stands. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I say, like, even though you're not going to hear, you might not hear what you're going to, you want to hear, you have to keep in mind that it comes back to experience. Mm. It comes back to what the person has lived in the, by the past, mm. where the person is with their sexual life here. Now I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> now I remember it. Okay. I think sometimes at the end of the day, um that sometimes there isn't a reason. Sometimes there isn't a reason that somebody doesn't want to have sex. Sometimes people just don't want to have sex. Sometimes, you know, their libido isn't as that, high as yours. Um, and you know what? Look, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you communicate with each other and you're secure in your relationship. Yeah, you definitely. Know? That's yeah. an important point to make, I think. Um, let's squeeze in one more. Ooh, what are some of your favorite sex position? Looking for some new things to try out? Ooh, very personal. <laughs> yeah, um, everyone likes this one. Actually, funny, I, I'm going to jump in here. Funny thing, I never used to like Girl on Top. I used to hate it. And I've really done a full 360 on it. It is probably my favorite. Do you know what? Now. It's a position where you have to be confident. Yeah. If, if you're going to be completely naked. And be um, fit. Uh, oh yeah, and be feet. Yeah, stamina. Yeah, <laughs> it requires a lot of energy and exertion. Yeah, yeah. As you were saying, 
as I was saying. What, you have to be confident? Yes. Yeah, well, you know, your boobs aren't going to be looking the way that, you know, they might. They and they're flopping around, <laughs> like going all over the place. I'm, I'm touching my. That's boobs all part the of the aesthetic, though. That's, yeah, that's... yeah, no, that's true. See, like I've got a tummy, so I'm just like, okay. mm, yeah, I'm, I'm very self conscious about my tummy. So I, I personally, like, I, I think it's great. Yeah, but like I can't do it naked, yeah. kind of thing. Okay. I've got to be wearing a top because yeah, there's. That's so enough it's, rolls it's... for a bakery. So <laughs> what's your favorite yeah. position? My favorite position. Um, probably from behind. I like I like it from behind. I do also but enjoy yeah, that. But in different, like, angles and it can kind of vary in that. But um, I feel like a uh, good penetration right there. Yes? Yes? What's the eye roll? Yeah, she's uh, with me. Yeah, she's <laughs> I, was I was like, I'm about to say, like, oh, you guys sound so holy, so saint. What? Like, you, you sound so saint in your sexual life. Like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's my favorite because it's easy <laughs> and it, it works for the most part. Uh, it does. You always score with that. Yeah. That's the thing, the good thing. But I would say mine will be anywhere that's not in bed. Good call. Ooh. Good call. Experimenting. Trying. I, I do not like sex in bed at all. Wow. <laughs> at all. I wow. Do not, I do not like sex in bed, and I'll, uh, maybe just maybe I'll be, I hope nobody's listening. But yeah, I like. And you hope nobody's listening. <laughs> nobody, nobody. I know. <laughs> <is> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, um, especially my housemate. I hope she's not listening. But I like sex every oh, on the washing machine. On the washing machine. Well, never like, done it. On the no. washing machine when you have clothes in the machine. Actually, oh, I've heard hot. this before. Like, I've heard this before. It's great. It's like great. There's like it's it's there's so much happening for you and your partner. Yeah. Like especially if you're you're literally on it, like on a doggy style kind of thing. Oh. Like there's a lot of stuff happening. But like I like. That's be- on the list. It's on the list. If you're <laughs> listening, if you're listening, baby, that's on the list. Take note. <laughs> yeah, but I do like sex where you can be caught. Oh. Yeah, the risk factor in it all. Yeah, yeah the, the risk like factor, well. the non-bed factor is good sex for me. Good I do question. actually, I do like that as well. Actually, good point because like I, I have this thing where like a lot of this one partner I was sleeping with like just always wanted to get under the sheets and I was like no it's hot no I don't want I don't want that I feel claustrophobic mm. I want to get on top of the sheets true and I was like let's let's take it around the house that is a good idea like if anyone looking for new sex positions or things to do taking it away from the bedroom is a really fun way to yeah, explore different positions there's a lot of new things you can do like just around your house like everybody goes for like the shower like yeah, I do. Obvious, I do like shower sex. Like for the pretty obvious. But sometimes, like, there's too much water it's and very friction. Just the friction. Yeah, um, like the body fluids and water are just like two things I do yeah. not mix. Like, yeah, yeah, that's really good call because I've had people say to me, "Oh, like shower sex is fine because there's lubrication." And I'm and like, "Oh, periods." Yeah, that's different. If you're in a period, there's some other magical thing happening there. So yeah, magical. It is like magical. <laughs> I, so, I like that. Magical. It's magical. So it, it, it's it works, free lubricant. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it works well. Like, if, if Did you regret saying that as soon as you said it there? It works like if your partner isn't afraid of blood. It's just a little bit of blood. It's yeah, just a little just bit a of blood. That's a whole other topic. That, that yeah, is a that's, whole that's other guys, topic. We don't have time to get into keep that. It, keep, you need to spice it up. Mm. Like, need to spice it up with new things, new places, like, maybe, you know, places outside of the house, too. 
And now we're getting into the territory of law and public sex. Hey, hotel is outside of the house. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, cool. Okay. That's an enclosure. People, you honestly we'll have allow a wicked mind. We'll allow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Let, let's go over to another song. Uh, before we do that, actually, if you do have any questions, send them over to the thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. If you need that link, head over to the Naughty Rude Facebook page or the Naughty Rude Twitter at Naughty Rude and get chatting. Get involved with the conversation. We love your questions. Yeah, yeah we, we do. do. We love them. We should have a jingle like, yay, we love your questions. We love your questions. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah, it's coming. I'm working on it. I'm just really bad at making do, jingles. Do, do, do it's you coming. feel though. the pressure right now? Yeah, do it. Make stuff. All right, let's go to a song. I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to play some David Bowie. Let's dance. <laughs> hope that's fine with you guys. That's <laughs> fine with me. That's oh, fine with yeah, me. Yeah. That's good. I just oh, showed him my background photo. It's David Bowie. Oh, I'm a fan. All right, this is David Bowie, let's dance. You are listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. Welcome back to the Naughty Rude Show here with Erin, Sarah, and Shira. Tonight we are talking all things sex, but just before you heard Let's Dance, David Bowie, and you also heard Blondie with Call Me. Call me. Mm. Yeah, I just momentarily forgot it there. That's really sad. I should know that. I mean, they say call me in the song a lot. <laughs> like, a, a lot. <laughs> I had a moment. Okay, okay, okay. Moment. Okay, all right. Well, we'll let it go. So, just sleeping with one partner or multiple partners and the difference between that. What do you, what do you ladies think? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, again, um, I might preface this conversation with it all comes down to personal preference. Uh, some things work for some people, some things work for other people, some things don't work. And nothing works. Yeah. Life is hard. Life life is quite difficult. Yeah. <laughs> no, let me tell you, this conversation, I've had it with my friend, mm. where I told her I love being monogamous during winter, but I love being... I just but, uh, had this conversation I, 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 with her. No. I love being, like... With mutual partners during summer, I don't know. Literally, just had this conversation on the phone with my best friend last night. No way, tell me. We were literally saying like it's winter. It's you want to cuddle? I've just got back it's on Tinder. Okay, season. I've just got back on Tinder, and I'm like, what? This nothing's happening. There's no movement. What's going on? <laughs> and she's like, dude, it's winter. It's winter. It's everyone snuggling in with their their partners and watching Netflix and making hot chocolates. And no, it's not your winter. You still have time. You still have a whole month. You still have May. True. <laughs> you have May. Let me tell you. Uh, but I'm a procrastinator, Shira. You see, it'll be August before we know it, and I'll still be in the situation where Tinder is very quiet. It's I, a very quiet. I feel space. like we need to try, have like, try, what was it? Bum, Bumble. Bumble. Yeah. Try Bumble. No. Bumble ago. We no. need to have no. a normal people's night. We need to have a girls' night out. Where will be her wingman? <laughs> okay, okay, done. All right. Well, we can we can talk about that I'm, at the end of the show. We need to, yeah, we need to go out and I'm terrified. run a mark. <laughs> I do, I do have to say, like I've been in situations with my best friend again, where she has tried to hook me up with people on nights out, and I just get terrified. I don't know what it is, but. When I'm in that situation and I might eye off a cute guy and start dancing towards each other and I'm like, yeah, okay. But there's, there's distance. There's always distance. And mm. I never really step forward and be like, hey, or just like going for the kill. And my mate is ridiculous. She's like, oh, you like him? Okay, I'm going to fix this. And she sees herself as like ultimate wingman, stitches us up. And she comes running in to save the day and goes, hi, this is Aaron. What's your name? You guys talk. And I'm like... I'm going to go to the bathroom now. I just get this, like, terrible anxiety, and I'm like, it I need to get out of this situation. It gets better. It gets better uh, with age. When, when you got that anxiety and you just, like, you have to poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
had to, had to, had to take it. Yeah. But, like, honestly, I love monogamy in winter. Mm. Like, the fact that you know you have only one person there and you can call them at any time and they'll show up and you can do a lot of it other is nice. things is good because you know they don't have any other option <laughs> than you, too. Um, yeah, but I love that. But during summer, oh my God, my hoe is released. Your heart. Yes. Your heart is released. I yes. love it. I thought you like, said hole, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I might have to bleep that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, my yeah. hole is released. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I had to repeat it. I'm sorry. Yeah, but like. <laughs> that was a highlight. I, I have preferences that. You know, um, when I go to the beach and I'm like, oh, you, I like you, you're yummy. Yes, I go you're to yummy. the yummy. Yeah, like I go to the bar, like, yeah, I like you too, I want you. But it's a thing, it's a thing, it's hot, it's summer, there's freedom in the air, everyone's Dude, like, let's go. I'm, hot. A, I'm literally a melting chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I think another part of it is? Uh, in winter, it's cold, you're going to eat more. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, I don't want to, you know, generalise, but, you know, if mm, perhaps to some people, you know, they might... I do. I, I, I tend to stack on a few in the winter. Just and then in summer, and then you, you know, you're wearing bit. your little bikini. But, you know, I walked in tonight but with, like, two, like, a big jacket and a jumper and a thing. And, you know, I'm not feeling attractive. Yeah. You know, yeah, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling frumpy. Winter is the time you're supposed to seduce people with your personality. Winter <laughs> is the time. Winter is my time. Like, Damn, I'm a miserable bitch in winter. Winter. I'm sorry. I'm winter. Just, like, I hate life when it's Winter cold. is when, like, I feel like I'm the most beautiful human being because it's not about my looks. It's all about what I say. And I can, stand, I can sit behind uh, my phone and type banter and someone will think I'm great. Yeah. Like, excuse me? When, what's not to love about that? Wow. I don't like taking my socks off in winter, so that makes sex a bit awkward because, like, <laughs> I don't know. What's, what's the deal with socks and sex? I've got to show you opinion? my socks now. They're so messed up. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, uh, show, show, show. <laughs> so the audio mediums don't always work for these sorts of settings, but we're going to describe the, the visuals of the socks oh, here yeah. for you live tonight. Right, these, these are not winter socks, Okay. Oh, oh okay, so yeah. Cute. Okay, they're cute. They're like black anklets and they've got like a pink tribal. My, um, my, my yeah. boyfriend's mum got them for me from Thailand. <laughs> oh, they're really pretty. I, I have like about 50 different like variations of the same. I don't know. I don't get cold feet. Oh, I, get, I do. I, I get very cold like, feet. I get cold feet in the sense my feet are cold and I also get very anxious and run away from boys in bars. Ooh, that is smooth. Just putting yeah. it all, all, all down on the table. If uh, anyone wants to message us on Tumblr to uh, take Erin uh, out on a, yeah. a nice, <laughs> we need to a nice set time, her up. a nice time for Erin. I think she deserves it. Um, she loves like... karaoke if you want to take her to karaoke. <laughs> but then I, I feel do. like we need to have a look at her Tinder. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's, yes. let's, let's leave that for like, after the show. Like, don't, <laughs> don't tend to shame me live on radio, please. Don't no, do but that. Like, like, I don't know what you think. What What's your take about it? Monogamy? Polyamorous? Yeah, we were just talking during the break there a little bit about um, polyamory and like whether we ourselves would be into that sort of thing, a polyamorous relationship. Um, I personally don't think I could do it, but I really like the idea of it. Mm, the concept. Yeah. The concept of the Which thing. Which seems a bit the vibe vague of the thing. and wanky, but, like, 
I don't know the vibe of the thing. Shira, well, you were you were saying some interesting things before. Yeah, she always does. Yeah, why Shira? Yeah. Yeah. So th- wise. Why like Shira? It depends on where you are mentally and like, what part mm. of your life you are. Yeah, like I guess like when like I was telling you guys, um, I do have a little bit of anxiety, trust issues, mm. and I feel like with polyamory, I would work on those trust issues because yeah. it's op- it's open there. I know what's happening. So I'll have less of those. It's because, all out in the open. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's not, it's not thinking, oh, is he, where is he, yeah. what's he doing, who is he with? I will not go to bed thinking that he did not reply to me because he was with somebody else. I'll be like, I'm going to bed because I know he's with somebody else. Yeah, exactly. And I know that somebody else might be someone I'm into also. Mm. So it comes back to the whole thing of like, yeah, it does help with trust issues. Mm. and some, But it doesn't solve insecurity problems at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Is it is is it on me now? I don't know. <laughs> well, look, I guess because I am in a monogamous relationship, um, it's just kind of, yeah, I'm not really sure if we could make that shift into a polyamorous sort of thing. I don't know if that would work. Um, but... You know, I have been in a relationship where things are relatively casual and other partners are okay. Um, and it, it was okay and it worked and we knew that our relationship wasn't that serious. I don't know. Look, everyone's, you know, polyamorous relationship is different, whether it's a very serious or casual relationship. But, you know, I have been done the more casual sort of thing and other partners have been okay. And, um... Yeah, it was it was okay because it was on the table and there was that honesty there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so I have a question. When it comes to being having multiple partners, when you have, let's say, a fall fallout with one of your partners for a couple mm. of months or weeks or whatever, and they come back with new skills, new skills. <laughs> They've acquired a new skill set. Yeah, exactly. Like, how does that make you feel? Like, how does that make you feel? Look, if um, anything, it's a bonus for you. Yeah, like if you think about it that new. way. I know that's that's not what we were saying earlier, right? But it's a positive spin on what you could perceive as a a disheartening situation of. Uh, there, there's been someone else in their life, and there can be jealousy in those sorts of situations. But if you put that spin on it it's not so bad yeah me i'm like hey dude i like those new skills i don't know who taught you but you should go and get more yeah right. you should go and get more <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like at the end of the day it, it it comes back to like how you how important that partner or those multiple partners are for you mm. if you have feelings you don't have feelings if i don't know i feel like you can have multiple partners and have feelings for all of them mm. i i definitely agree with that um I feel like so here's the thing like I don't know if I'd be able to do it purely based on the fact that I've never actually tried that's kind of where I'm speaking from but I feel that even when you're like to use this example even when you're in a relationship that doesn't mean that you won't be attracted or you won't appreciate someone else who might be a passerby or someone who walks past or you might you might still have crushes on people I feel like humans intrinsically aren't necessarily monogamous and we yeah I don't I feel like that's just not the way we're built but it's like that's why I told you oh you know another conversation we had about the choice of being faithful or not Mm. yeah like monogamy isn't like naturally what we're meant to reproduce 
you're gonna reproduce with anybody. Exactly. Yeah. So that that natural instinct of reproduction is gonna lead you to want to have sex. And for me, if you're gonna be faithful, it's a choice. It's a personal decision of like, yeah, I'm gonna be faithful to this person. You're not. It's not something that's natural. It's just. A decision. See, for me, it feels like despite the fact that I have had a more casual relationship where there have been other partners, monogamy feels natural to me and I am content with that. Mind you, yeah. like if I'm not happy in a relationship, then does it, it, it becomes a little bit of a grey area. Does but. it feel natural because it's social norms that you've grew up with. Ooh, social <laughs> norms. Here now. Social norms. I don't know. Because it's a habit. Humans yeah, are yeah. creature of habits. Yeah. Uh, everyone, you know, you're told your whole life you want the, you know, the white picket fence yeah. and the 2.5 kids and, you know, all of that. Um, yeah. Because I, like, I think when you don't really have feelings for someone, you don't care if they're monogamous or not. Mm. Yeah. yeah. When you have no emotional investment... You have no financial investment in someone. You have no type of investment. It's just there in your life because you allow them to be there. There's you don't really blink twice. Are a lot of things to do. It only like makes you feel a certain way because you feel you've invested your time, energy, and feelings and all that stuff. And because society has shown you that you get to a certain point in a relationship where you need to start buying property together. You start. You you have to start doing You're this investing. together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You have to. Like, this is how relationships look like. This is what it's supposed mm. to be. You're supposed to get married, have kids and everything. So growing up for 25 years with that mindset at the back of... You might not, like, see it now, but, like, it's... Everyone has that at the back of their mind. Yeah. Everyone has Where, it. Whether they want to do it or yes. not is another thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh. But don't forget, even if you have one or multiple partners, please get tested. <laughs> Please, yes. Please. Let's keep coming back to that and say it a million times over and over and over. It's so important to get tested, whether it's your first partner, whether it's your 10th, whether it's your 100th, like always keep on top of your sexual health and communicate that with your partner. Yeah, and don't forget that just because you have multiple partners doesn't mean that they don't have multiple partners themselves. So whatever is happening in your life, you might think you're sleeping with only two people, but you might be actually sleeping with 24 people. Exactly. You never really know. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, getting tested is very important. You can just head down to your local GP. Um, <clears throat> tell them that you want to get uh, tested and they will do that. I think um, it's even for free in unis. I'm not I sure. Know. Yeah. All unis I, or like... I don't think all unis... I just unis, go bulk bill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's bulk what bills. I do. I don't it's think all unis, theory. but some unis, it's free. So some unis... Just Google. Yeah, Google. We are <laughs> going to go to a break now, but before we do that, we're going to leave you with a little segment here um, from Time magazine, actually. It's a 100-year-old sex therapist on having good sex then and now, and it's, an, it's a really nice little discussion that we found earlier, and um, she raises some really interesting points about human sexuality and um, relationships and being comfortable with who you are, I guess. So we're going to play that for you now. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. Sexual pleasure is only one part of what men and women want from each other. They want intimacy, they want closeness, they want understanding, they want comfort, they want fun, and they want somebody who really cares about them beyond going to bed with them. And I think people are always seeking that in every generation. 
my name is Shirley Zussman. I just reached 100 years of age and I am a practicing sex therapist. I was invited with my husband to a lecture in New Jersey in 1966. Masters and Johnson were the speakers. Nobody knew about them. Human Sexual Response had just been published. What I saw was a couple who were saying that people had problems in an area of their lives that was very important, and they were recognizing that it was all not just glamorous and wonderful to be sexual. One had to almost learn how to be a good partner and to enjoy the pleasure, not only for yourself, but for each other. And I thought, we can do that. Why can't we do that? And we applied for training with Masters and Johnson at that time. The patients that came to us were people who read the paper. That was the only way they knew anything about the work that was being done there. And the problems they came with were somewhat different than the problems they come with today. Mostly women came because they were not orgasmic. They didn't know how to achieve an orgasm, but they wanted one. It was sort of that goal they had for themselves, and how do I get there? That was one of Masters and Johnson's contribution, that there was a relatively simple way to start learning about your body. In other words, get, get to know who you are sexually and physically. And that was a, an encouragement for masturbation, for learning what makes you feel good. I see a big change in the, uh, the way you view casual sex. In the 60s, I think it was not just casual, it was frantic. I'm shocked at the lack of connection with people because of iPhones, even though I love my iPhone. There is so much less actual physical connection. There's less touching, there's less talking, there's less holding, there's less looking. I mean, people get pleasure from looking at each other. But the most common problem, I would say, in the sex therapy world that I live in is a lack of desire. You have to look at your priorities. You have to decide what is important to make you feel good about yourself and your life and to help make your partner feel good, to establish something that is gratifying, that really fills a need that we all have to be close to somebody. Welcome back to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. That just there was a little video that we found on Time magazine from a 100-year-old sex therapist talking about good sex and relationships and um, taking care of yourself in, in those sorts of situations as well. Uh, any thoughts before we head over to Tumblr? Do not I forget to masturbate. Do not forget to masturbate. Don't forget. Don't forget, it's on the list. It's uh, actually, uh, my alarm is going off at 11 p.m. and it says masturbate. <laughs> it's good for your sexual and mental health. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good, it's good, it's good. Just that little, you know, daily reminder, just get yourself off, it'll make you so happy. Yeah, it is really important. And it, it, like, it, is, it is also important to keep in mind, like, relationships exist on really complex levels. Yeah, They're not just physical... There's emotional factors. There's all sorts of things to consider. Plus, as a single person, it will prevent you from having... Uh, am I even allowed to say this? Am I? Dickhead? 
Yeah. We dick, say no, far. It's, 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 no, it's got dick brain. Dick brain. So you've been dickmatized. 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 I've yes. been dickmatized. So we're on our uh, Tumblr page. Can you give me that? Yep, Erin's got it. Erin's got it. I've memorized it. Oh, it's, yep. It's the naughty show.tumblr.com forward slash ask or just the naughty show.tumblr.com and the ask tab. Uh, head to the Facebook if you need that link. Head to the Twitter at naughty rude as well. And we're going to go through some, some more recent questions that we've had as well. What's up first, guys? All right, so uh, on our uh, Tumblr, we've got, what's your opinion on the recent talk of stealthing? I had to even ask the girls what this was. Mm. Um, in the news, so what should be done about it? What should be done about that's, it? Yeah, I think that's you should just explain what it is yeah, first. Yeah. So Hack on uh, Unnamed Radio Station <laughs> recently put out a, a story, and it's been circulating the web in other news publications as well. Um this f- phenomenon, that's what it's being wow. labelled, and I think that's fair to say. Epidemic. Epidemic, yeah, of incidents being reported where partners are unknowingly to their partner taking off condoms during sex, mid-sex, without the um, consent of their partners, essentially males taking off condoms mid-sex without letting their partners know, even though the discussion has been had that condoms will be used and this claim has been rejected. So... Straight up, it's wrong. Like, it's, yeah, don't do it. It's morally wrong. Yep, it's don't don't do it. Ethically wrong. Everything <laughs> about it. It's legally. It's not wrong. okay. No, this is it's why okay. I put my lawyer hat on. Yes, please. And it's illegal, first of all, mm. because if you actually, if someone catches a sexual a transmitted disease or, or anything, get, uh, someone gets pregnant, pregnant uh, they can still sue. Yeah, yeah, they can sue because they weren't aware. Yeah. Of any type of um, how to call it, it's like it's like literally like um, in simple wording for our young uh, people listening here. The person you you are kind of manipulated into a situation that you didn't want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're not responsible yourself because if you went in with the actions of like we're taking prote- we are using protections because I don't want I don't want to get pregnant I don't want to catch an STD or something like that. It's in your whole right to sue the person. Who is enabling you to enjoy your rights? Yep. yep. You have the right to say, I want a condom on for this sex, okay? You have that right. You have that right, and you have the right for that person to respect that. That is your. What you. I, I can't even comprehend I this. Like, like, I can't even comprehend yeah. this. I feel like we need the song of Aretha Franklin, Respect Here, <laughs> yeah. to yeah. Like yeah. emphasize on how much respect. Of your opinions and decisions, it's, it's assault. It's assault. It's, it is. It's, it's up, up there. Assault. It's up there. Um, you know, it is in the category of sexual assault and you know rape. Like yeah. that is. Uh, I can't. I can't even. I yeah. can't it's done. really. It's really distressing. Situation. It is. So I feel like <laughs> if it has happened. Do not forget to go test, get tested. Yes, go get but tested to take right us away. But also just speak to someone as well. If it's upset you in any way, if it's an unsettling situation, if you don't feel safe with this partner, you have every right to, one, walk away from that partner in that situation and to speak to someone that you trust about it. You have every right mm. to do that. Yeah. You yeah. shouldn't and feel like you should hide it. I don't feel like... I feel like a lot of things go unspoken because... People are so afraid of losing other people. Yeah. And if you're not okay with it, it's okay to lose this person because the person doesn't respect you. If the mm. person doesn't respect your decisions now, mm. let alone in like six mm-hmm. months, in a year, in whatever time you're going to be together, mm. it's only going to get worse. Yeah. 
Yeah, whether you whether you're in a relationship with this person or um, it's just a casual partner. And I think another big thing is um, if it does escalate to the point of contracting um, something or um, falling pregnant. Um, I think definitely contact the police. Mm. Absolutely. Contact the police because um, that's just, that's not on. Um, yeah. And uh, what what was the... Um yeah, so if, if this situation has brought up any issues for you or you were looking to speak to someone about it, you can at any time contact the National Sexual Assault and Domestic Violence Hotline on 1-800-RESPECT and you can chat to someone there about the situation. Also, I will mention that on last week's podcast, on last week's show for Naughty Rude, we did t- speak a little bit about this. So if you head over to Omni uh, iTunes and sin.org.au, you can listen to us chat a bit about that. But yeah, again, if, if anything about this situation is distressing to you at all, please contact 1-800-RESPECT. I'm distressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but girls, I had a question tonight. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, about partners. So, how do you choose your partners? How do you choose? How do you choose your partners? In, in yeah. what sense? Like, how do you decide that they're going to be long-term partners, short-term partners? Does sex, sex actually influences your choice? Oh, I, I, think, I think it can be, like, a part of it. I think it can be a part of it. But I think a big thing is just that connection. Um, I had that connection with um, my current boyfriend right off the bat. Like we just we bounced off each other, yeah, and it totally. was just like, wow, this is this is crazy. This is intense. Things got you know relatively serious quite quickly because we just had this amazing connection. Um, yeah, so that was what you know initially it was um, it was like. So yeah, I have always found. And I haven't figured out whether this is a good thing or not because obviously the relationships haven't lasted. But I have always found that with my relationships, I've always ended up going with someone who is just a really good friend of mine. And that, like, it can cause more complications and harm than it can do good sometimes. But for a lot of the time, you, like, there's comfort there and you already know each other and you already, like... I don't know. It's. I feel so, like when you're in a relationship, the person should be your friend, your best friend, regardless, is the situation. Oh, don't, don't do the face. Come well, what on. face? I, didn't, I, I missed the like, face. Oh, I, I'm, just, I I'm too like sweet. I was like, oh, she's cute. I like, know, I'm too cute. I, I, I feel like that's mainly your age. Yeah. Oh, you're so innocent. Oh, yeah, I'm exactly. so innocent and uncultured. Like, I don't no, know. No, no, like, not uncultured, just innocent. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know that song of, uh, what's the name? Um, I hate I hate that I love you. I hate I love you something. Yeah, I hate you, I love you. Mm, like, yeah. there's a power he says even friends can break your heart too. Oh, that's true. Like, I've had my heart broken by friends a million times over. Like, I guess if I were to... Encapsulate myself in one word, it would probably be like a floater. I've always kind of just gravitated between groups of people, and I've never really been the person to take down all the walls, strip them down, and open up to someone and allow myself to be vulnerable. So when uh, I do that, vulnerable, yeah, vulnerability, vulnerability makes me sick, right? I hate Yuck. it. I've always hated it, and <laughs> it's just like recently that I'm coming to terms with the fact that I absolutely despise being in that situation where I'm not, where it's essentially like I'm not in control. So. Yeah. I just naturally find that when I have a good friend who I trust, I'm like, okay, this this might work. And there's really no, like, intention with it. I don't put too much pressure on the situation. It's kind of more of like a let's try this and see where it goes kind of thing. So for both of you, sex is pretty much not at the 
top of your list? No, no, it's not number one priority. I already feel like I know what your answer is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, what do you question. think my answer is well, going to be? Um, a big thing for you is if, well, like you said, you know, investment and if they're not adding to your life, mm. then what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's part of the top five, definitely. Okay. But like for me, sex is definitely number two. Yeah. Like for me, sex is number two because... As much as I would like to be like, oh no, sex, it shouldn't be all about sex. It shouldn't be all about like, it should be more about the personality and everything. Sometimes the sex is better than the personality. And yeah, like, but that, that, I guess the point of that, that's an interesting point, is where you have to decipher like, what is this relationship? Because a relationship isn't the same thing. Like, it's not a sewn in cold word, it's like an umbrella term. For- yeah, but you've, for me, I've gotten into like, my most serious relationship was under what? Like, serious serious relationship with someone is all off like a one night stand yeah so like, that's that's how I got with my boyfriend one yeah, night stand and, and like, yeah. I didn't yeah. even want like when I tell the story people always laugh because like I'm, I, I saw the guy in the club and I was like I like you you're my type mm. that kind of thing but he was friends with a friend of mine and then I had a little bit to drink and I had alcohol courage and I went to him and I was like hey what are you doing this is my address find me at my place and Ooh. yeah, we did have sex. <laughs> yeah, I like. And it. in the morning, I woke up and I was yeah. like, <laughs> in the morning, yeah. I woke up. I was like, okay, can you leave my house? Don't call me. Don't <laughs> oh text. Oh my god, oh, wow. nothing. Wow. Like, wow. I was like so rude to him. Yeah, I was like, I I don't want to be in contact with you. Yeah, sure. And I went back to like different clubs, but because I was in a city, a small city, everybody saw each other in the same places. And I saw him the following weekend, and I was like, "What are you doing? Come to my house." Mm. And he came again, and it went along like that. We did not have each other's number for like about a month and a half. Wow. And we had sex regularly weekends, like, and I think for like a month like that, we had sex like every weekend. We spent. Two good Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays together. And then I learned like a couple of months in that the person had a girlfriend. No. <gasps> da, da, da. Yeah. I know. While I was with him. Wowza. Because like he used to, like he, I knew he had a girlfriend because he would be next to me and he'd be texting. And I'd be like texting my boyfriend too, which is the part I did not say. I did have a boyfriend Ooh. then. So it actually happened that we both dumped our partners. Yeah, yeah. And started dating each other pretty seriously. Like, wow. And sex was like a massive yeah. reason why we... It's a big we, commitment. Like, sex was the main reason why we were together because sex together was great. It was amazing. It was better yeah. than our ex-partners. And it ended up being that, like, I did have feelings for him, but he ended up being... A sexual, a, a sex addict, and I did not know that, anyways. But that's why sure. I feel like for me, it's like sex is a big part. The sex must be good. The makes the sex has to make me come back, and the sex has. I thought to you're gonna say something else. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> no way, but I'm not like, a radio, but like the sex has to make me come back, and the sex has to make me want you even more than ever. Mm. That's yeah. one of the main reasons. Yeah. Like, I agree with you. Anybody I'm seeing, if you did not transition into being my boyfriend, you're probably terrible at sex. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you need, yep. No, I I understand what you what you're saying. So we need to get back to the Tumblr. <laughs> way did, way. Yeah, we did. Let's let's squeeze in one more question. Okay. Just quickly. All right. I like this one because um I feel like it's 
it has to do with me. <laughs> okay, so I've uh, recently realised that I'm bisexual. This is a female. Um, and I'm not really sure how to go about telling people, do I need to? I've always hinted that I like girls, but now that I'm feeling that I actually do, I'm not sure if this changes who I am. That's... We, what we were saying when we were introducing ourselves, kind of like we like questioning, yeah, questioning, questioning like, it. Yeah, yeah. Shira and I both identify as heterosexual, but at the same time, like I don't know, girls look hot. Some people make you doubt about yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. but like, I, in that, in that same sentence, like I've never actually gone further than kissing a girl. Like I've kissed girls before, and, and I you liked it. Yeah, I was like, oh, this I is like I, yeah, girl totally. My inner Katy Perry, yeah. I like it. Well done, guys. Well done. But, yeah, I mean, I have had to check myself and, like, I've kissed girls in clubs and gone, oh, that wasn't so bad. Mm. I would do that again. Like, yeah, yeah. I guess it's just because I haven't taken that next step that I can't necessarily be like, oh, I'm bisexual. But Attraction is attraction. Yeah. Do you know what? I mean, you don't have to have sex with a girl to identify as a bisexual, Mm. but I would say, you know, are you ready for a relationship with a girl? You can be bi-curious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Yeah. You can definitely be bi-curious and not necessarily, but do you know what? Like, people get so caught up on labels. um, Yeah. And I personally personally think, like, um, as a bisexual myself... Um, I think it's a need-to-know basis. Like, um, you know, I I don't go around telling everyone. Um, but, you know, if you're comfortable with doing that, then do it. But, you know, like my parents don't know. And, you mm. know, if I was to start dating a female, then I would absolutely tell them. And I know that my parents would be cool with it. And I'm very, very lucky that I know they would be cool with it. Mm. Um, but I think it's kind of a need-to-know basis. And I think absolutely your sexuality does not change who you are. Um, yeah, because, yeah, you know, point. they're asking. I'm not sure if this changes who I am. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so no. at all. But I can like, imagine it's a big thing. It's a whole yeah, part of that experience yeah. of coming out, which I've, like, I heard is a very deeply personal experience But even, even people. telling people, I don't think it is a need to tell anybody because the, the more you involve people in your life, the more they'll be scrutinizing every single move mm-hmm. that you make. Yeah. So you might, you might find that think you're bisexual today because you have feelings for a girl or something. And then in, in the next three years, you wake up and you're like, no, nah, maybe I want... Uh, I want to like just focus on one person and maybe that yeah. person is not like triggering any other reaction from you. Mm, like yeah. I, I just feel like you have to keep your private life private to some extent and just disclose whatever you want to disclose to just close people in your mm, life sure. because the, the whole world doesn't need to know what you're doing and doesn't need to know who you're loving at this time. I think at the same time that... Um, if you are loud and you're proud, you know, um, wave that flag. Yeah. You know, if you are proud of your sexuality, if you are proud of your sexual preference, then, you know, just do it. Just do it. Be proud. Just Leave be proud. life with a lot of pride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's a nice little... Well, a nice little message too. Ah, oh, thanks. Thanks. I, thanks. Like, I did it myself. She's glowing. It's all the makeup. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's gorgeous. All right. Let's go to a song. What do you guys want to play next? Oh, um, ooh, ooh, actually, next we're talking about um, being a virgin and abstinence and all of that. So let's play Like a Virgin by Madonna. Good call. Yeah. All right. You are listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. Welcome back to the Naughty Rouge Show here on Sin Nation. That song was Like a Virgin by Madonna. 
Good track. Legendary. Yeah, Legendary. good choice. We yeah. all love it. If if you missed the start of the show, uh, the podcast will be up midweek, so you can catch up there. And uh, that'll be on Omni, iTunes, and on sin.org.au. And I'll be sharing it through the socials on Facebook and Twitter at Naughty Rude. But before we leave you tonight, we are going to address one more topic, mm-hmm. and it is abstinence and not in- the choice to not engage in sexual activity. Guys... I guess the best place we could start is maybe to our younger audiences, maybe mm. speaking to them about when when is the right time to start having sex? Hmm. First of all, legally. Legally? Uh Correct me if I'm wrong. Stop. Forty. When you're dying in your bed. <laughs> what? <I'm joking. laughs> what? what? No, I'm just joking. Actually, That's, you would. <laughs> would you know the law? Do you know what exactly what the law is, um, like point I, by point? I know in the French system is eighteen. Okay. Like, but like, and I think he had sixteen. It's actually. sixteen. Yeah. It's yes. sixteen, and they have to be the same age as you. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, yeah, there's a bit of an a, issue there. Within two years. Okay. So, so a sixteen-year-old could have sex with an eighteen-year-old. Not with an eighteen-year-old because they're an adult. Okay. All right. But if they well, are seventeen and eleven months, then it's fine. Okay. All right. We got this. But we yeah, the, this. Like, the initial joke while I was saying 40 and like that's what parents say. They're like, no, you shouldn't have sex. Like, Do you know what? It is like, so like, funny you say dying. that because that's what I suppose this topic is. My mum said to me when I was probably about 15 because I know that she lost her virginity when she was 15. Yeah. She said to me, try before you buy. My mother said that to me. <laughs> I, I love, love your mother. I love you, mum. I, like I love you, mum. I think I think my mother. It's pretty recently that she told me. You know what? You're in your twenties. You do not settle. You have mm. fun. She's the one who t- signed me up on Tinder. <laughs> so I love your mum. I love it. Like I love so your mum. Like, I love it. Just stand by your opinions. Stand by what you believe is right. At mm. the end of the day, yeah. How you feel. You shouldn't be pressured into doing something. You know, okay, doing yeah. Mm. Like personally, I lost my virginity when I was in uni. Like I literally begged someone to like take it away from me. Did and you feel that that pressure? Did you really want to do it, or was it a pressure? It that was more so I didn't want someone to break my heart. Mm. Like someone who'd have like taken my virginity, if I can say it like that, would have broken my heart. So I just asked a friend. I'm like, you're my friend. You never break my heart, and I will never feel like I lost it to like some someone who like yeah immensely hurt me. But that's just my choice. Yeah. Mm. Well, and yeah. I was comfortable with that. It comes down to what you're comfortable with. It, it, there's no age as well is important to preface, I think. Like, I was 15 and I felt mature enough at the time, but I know that 15 is quite young. And for a lot of people, that might not be the case. They might not feel ready. And that's totally fine. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm that person who yeah. wasn't ready. And I was 15. I was not ready. Mm. I just wanted to do it. Yeah. I don't know why... I have no idea why, but yeah, there's there's that regret there because it was not a serious relationship. We hadn't been together for very long. And then I had that like sense of regret that um, a guy that I got with about a year later, I wish he was my first, Yeah, you know? So mm. it, I, th- I personally think that it is an important decision, mm. but at the same time, if you, you know, if you are okay with having sex... Just do it. Yeah. yeah like, totally. just be safe. Just be just safe. Be safe. Be, safe. Yeah. be sure it's your own decision. You haven't mm. been pressured into yeah. it. Yeah. Be convinced that you're going to be okay with that decision in the next five to ten years. Because uh, people change. Yeah. 
Yeah. People mature. Yeah. The person you are now is not going to be the person you're going to be in the next five years. It's not going to be the same person you're going to be in the next 10 years. Yeah. So if you're okay having sex now, do it. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. But you have to remember that whatever you do, every step of sexual act has a consequence, emotionally, physically, yeah. or anything. It is important to recognize those consequences. But at the same time, I think it is also important to acknowledge that if you make a decision, there is no reason that you can't backpedal and try again. It's the same as like they tell you in high school when you finish year 12, this decision is going to decide who you are for the rest of your life. And oh, then yeah. you have the same sort of idea for some reason that when you decide to have sex with someone be it your first time with them be it your first time ever you've for some reason that mentality comes back and you think oh if I make this decision what if I regret it you might regret it and that's okay. I regret it like, I regret it and that, yeah that's you okay. let it, it hasn't impacted you down. your sexual life now no as it I don't know. No, but like, are you enjoying? <laughs> That's something sex I need now? to think about on the train yeah. ride yeah. home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, if you're enjoying sex now, I don't think like it was something that would have changed you who you are as a person. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That's probably like, true. I think I personally think if you're at home listening to us and you're battling between yourself and whatever, it's okay. Everyone goes through that. Everyone has like. You can back off like last minute. Like the person can be next to you or in front of you, and oh, yeah. you're like, "Oh, yeah, and that's back off." And that's, it's sorry. Yes, but, it's okay. <laughs> no, that's that's another big part of it. Um, if you you know are thinking about kind of losing your virginity, and at the last minute you decide that it's not what you want to do, you are allowed to say no. Mm-hmm. And FYI, you only have to say no once. Yeah. Yeah. It should yeah. it should be a completely non-negotiable and thing. Yeah. Respect that no. Yeah. Yep, that uh, that no needs to be respected. I yep. knew it. I Absolutely, you saw it in my eyes. Yeah, well, like it was really. Um, if you choose to remain a virgin, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's and totally okay less too. trouble. Trust me. Once sex yeah, gets into the picture, uh, it gets messy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're saving your you're saving yourself some big trouble. Yeah, it kind of makes me think about like the reasons for choosing to remain a virgin. Like I, you know, wouldn't know about it too personally in terms of like that waiting um but you know some some of the reasons can be you know waiting for the right person Mm. or waiting for marriage and that's fine too and also just you simply aren't interested in sex and that's that's allowed as well for me it was one of the reasons why i went into uni because i was like i know i wanted to have sex with someone who did have unconditional love for me regardless of a lot of stuff mm. and doesn't mean that that person is my boyfriend or girlfriend yeah. or whatever it was just someone who's my friend and who had who still has unconditional love for me yeah so regardless of the right person and the right person might not be who you think the right person is yeah oh, and totally. it's okay for it to not be the right yes. person yeah, yeah definitely it doesn't always have to be perfect every time no, but then guys. like again going back to what you've just said Shira like maybe it's the fairy tale advocate in me I don't know but yeah like when I chose to lose my virginity, it was with my friend and same situation. It was because we trusted each other and because we didn't want to get hurt, all that sort of drama, right? But it was, it was about that trust and it was about communicating that the fact that we respected each other and we were looking out for each other in this situation and we both, we were ready in that situation. So that was the mutual agreement there that we were friends. Oh yeah, guys, remember respect, communication, and just, like, be proud of who you are. Confidence. Yeah. Yep. Totally be confident. Again, yeah, like, don't 
be concerned if like if you're not interested in sex at all that's completely fine and normal like the media and other Pop Everything. culture might tell you otherwise. Oh, that's a whole other other topic. It is. It's Sexualization. a total other can of worms. Oh my yeah. gosh, we were talking about that earlier. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, some deep oh, stuff going yeah. on. Like I, th- I think I might have raised my voice a few times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I feel like guys, we had a really good talk about sex yep. overall. Yeah, we have. We've summed it all up. I think we've from- bonded. We've bonded. Aww, we yeah. now we we know some pretty personal stuff. About <laughs> we do. Each that's other. the best thing about Naughty Rude, <laughs> yeah. right? You just you learn all the personal stuff, and yeah. then all the, the small talk comes later. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love the show. There's no small talk. <laughs> I guess it's a heavy talk from the beginning. It is straight into it. But that is unfortunately all the time that we have for this show tonight and it is the last show that we will have with yourselves your beautiful yes. selves Shira and Sarah so thank you for coming on the show for the last three thank weeks thank you for having yeah. us yeah, yeah. No yeah. thank you to Maggie yes and Maggie as well who is in bed sick poor soul Aww, please poor get better Maggie and thank you for all your hard work in the last three weeks uh, girls do you have anything that you would like to plug that you are doing at Sin outside of Sin any like personal stuff that you want well, to well I turned 26 in 13 days, so I will not be doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're so oh, old. I'm too dying. Um, that's so sad. Uh, look, I'm I'm sure I'll pop up somewhere. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. that's that's the dream. I'll pop up somewhere, so yeah. don't but forget this voice. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I'll hear you somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. I'll see my face. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But, <laughs> yeah, like for me, if you're just looking for love and... I'm really, really, really in love with love. Just follow me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, at miss.shira. Yeah, all about the love. All about the love. Yes. All about the love. Yeah, because, girl, what else can you do? Really? What else can you do? <laughs> really? Girl, what else? Awesome. All right, guys, that, that wraps up the show. If you have any questions during the week, please submit them to the naughtyrootshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask it. Absolutely any time. We're open 24-7 on that Tumblr page. <laughs> um, in the meantime, keep an eye out for the podcast on Omni, iTunes and sin.org.au. Uh, like us on Facebook at The Naughty Root Show. Huh? Shock. And at Naughty Root on Twitter as well. Thanks for joining us. This has been Erin, Sarah and Shira. Have Bye, guys. a lovely Bye. night. Thank you. You can listen to The Naughty Root Show live 8 to 10 p.m. every Sunday on Sin Nation. So, so, so scandalous.